Hi, I'm Joe Shelton. I'm a singer, songwriter, and music producer, as well as a software engineer, and most of all, a father with a daughter who recently moved to Scotland. And I'm Bailey, a magazine editor, graphic designer, and illustrator. This podcast is our weekly catch-up. We wanted to share it with you and let you be a part of our family rabble. Good morning, Bailey. Or evening. Good morning, Dad. And good morning, faithful listener. Uh, you're listening to Family Rabble, a podcast <laughs> about my dad and I having a conversation. I'm Bailey Shelton. That's Joe Shelton. Dad, how's your week been? Uh, it's been cool, I guess. I mean, it was a, kind of a crazy week of little things that need to be done. You know what I'm saying? Nothing that like you would go, oh my God, I have to talk about this because no, just a lot of little <laughs> annoying life things. Yeah. I also did laundry, uh, this week. So like, you know, one of those things is that like, um, you know, we had the backyard sprayed for ticks and fleas and stuff, yeah. right? That's well, needed. The guy who was spraying it apparently. Uh, left a little residual weed killer in there and the backyard has turned like a color of brown um, Nice, so he came back out to spray it with Grass healer apparently is what that's called hmm. I don't know if it's gonna actually heal the grass or if they're just gonna have to replant the whole yard, but you know but considering he killed the yard, I feel like maybe that's a him. I mean, fix it yeah kind of in, a, in a couple of weeks if the grass healer doesn't heal things then they'll be planting new grass, which sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You guys just grew that grass. <laughs> yes. <sighs> it's the little things. Like I said, uh, you know, th this isn't something that took up huge amounts of my time this week, but it was, you know, a little annoyance. Correct. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. No, I get you. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I mean, last week, I, I, you know, of course, it's been a couple weeks since we chattered. So last weekend was awesome because um, on Friday night, we went to Anna Owens and Forever Young, um, the, their like launch party for their album. Mm -hmm. And then Saturday, we took off because uh, that was here in, in, uh, at the H.J. Ricks Theater. And then we uh, took off to Cincinnati to the Brady Music Center, which is right in between... Um, the uh, Paul Brown Stadium and the uh, Great American Ballpark where the Reds and the Bengals play. In between it, there's a music center, apparently. I didn't know this, but that's where Jason Isbell and the 400 unit were playing. Cool. So we went, um, we went to see that, and the opening um, act for them was Amethyst Kaya. And Don't I got to tell you, you need to go listen to Amethyst Kaya. You will like her. She was killer. Okay. <laughs> um, cool. She's kind of like a bluesy rock folk fusion i would say <laughs> cool and um she's got this song called sugar it's it's fire i love that song there there's probably two or three others that i picked up but i've just kind of been um skipping through her albums uh <laughs> she's got like a couple three i think um listening to different tracks since but it was a really good show um her and her band were amazing. And then of course, Jason Isbell and the 400 unit are always amazing. Um, and we, uh, you know, did some other fun things around Cincinnati. Um, we went to a place called taste of Belgium for, mm -hmm. for breakfast. I've been to and taste of Belgium. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. That place yeah. is killer, man. Those waffles are ridiculous. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, think the guy is like the original guy is like, it's a Belgium recipe. Like it, it's like yeah, he yeah. was wanting a taste at home. It had a fancy Belgium name. The waffle did. And, um, which I, you know, I'm sure it, it isn't all that fancy waffle. It was like, no, it was like, it had, it has a, a, like an actual name that I'm, it's like completely escaping me at the moment. But, um, yeah. the, um, that, I mean, there was everything there was fabulous and, um, it's cool. It's like right. It's kind of right near the stadiums too. It's kind of in between the two stadiums also. And, um, it's a, um, you know, right on the Ohio river, of course. So yeah, uh, it's a cool place. That um, is awesome. So we, we, we did enjoy the breakfast and, um, and the, uh, and the show, the show was awesome. Yeah. You uh, guys go to Cincinnati semi-regularly, I feel like, I mean, I, it's not that far. 
No, it's only like an hour and a half. Like, yeah. Well, which is why, like, I have a friend who lives there, Tori, and I went down there every now and again just to see her. Um, and it was always like a fun, good time. Like, it's one of those cities that you can just take a day trip to and it's very easy. Yeah. Indianapolis is nice like that. It's like you can travel to a lot of spots from there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Indy's like, I, I love the location of Indy because, you know, like Detroit isn't very far. Uh, mm -hmm. Columbus isn't very far. St. Louis, Columbus, Chicago, St. Louis, Chicago, Louisville, Cincinnati, Louisville. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All I mean, even are... Evansville, you know, so yeah. Well, and even smaller, Nashville, but... to be honest with you, like, yeah, Nashville's like five and a half hours. So, yeah. But that's um, not bad. Right. Yeah, I mean, so. Nashville, Tennessee, Nashville, Indiana is cool too, but much smaller. Um, much smaller. Yeah. And, uh, so and it's like right here it's <laughs> it's, not, it's not that far south of india at all so mm -hmm. um but uh yeah so we we had a great time um with the little road trip and then you know a pretty um un 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 you know uneventful week i should say <laughs> it was a good week we woke up every day so yeah that was that's true that so what yeah. did you do well i also woke up every day um Right now, I would say, well, so last weekend, while y'all were in Cincinnati, I went to Edinburgh, which is only like, I want to say a 40 minute train ride from Glasgow Central. Um, and I just went to the, it was the Beltane Fire Festival. Uh, so Beltane, for those of you who are not pagan, um, I'm not pagan either. But, you know, if you are, <laughs> then you don't need me to explain it. Um so Beltane is the, it's like one of the four major like festivals on the pagan calendar. It's right between the spring equinox and the summer solstice. And basically it's like the right of, like, it's the calling of summer. Like summer is here. Um, Give me summer. The sun has escaped from prison. Uh, that's apparently a thing. Um, and then uh, the May queen is like parading around the festival like surrounded by torchlight um yeah so very exciting stuff so <laughs> I, I saw the photos like, on your instagram yeah they had uh, like fire dancers your, i think you put some of them on your uh um what do you call it you've got your whole hand the, the thing you write oh my newsletter story. newsletter yeah two Right. The weekly, the weekly newsletter. Yes. Yeah, weekly yeah, yeah. newsletter. Yes. You know, spit that out. Which you can me. find a, which, which you can find at, uh, baileyshelton.substack.com. There we go. See, um, I knew you could handle it. Your substack. That's what I was going to say. Well, uh, it, did, that, that's, that's the word that was escaping me. Yeah. So I wrote about it on my substack. I also just posted about it on Instagram. Um, and then, um, I think I sent you videos while it was going on because you were Snapchatting yeah. me like pictures of yourself with a weird filter. And I was like, here's the green man shedding his skin for the summer. <laughs> um, uh, so you, you, I would send you pictures with weird filters. I don't understand. That's that's what all you do on Snapchat. <laughs> um, Not always. So, you got you got Jason Isbell pictures on Snapchat. No. Didn't I don't you? know who you're talking to. I, I didn't get Jason Isbell uh, photos. Well, I definitely posted those. There, there was at least one of those on Instagram. So Okay. Well, so basically I, you know, they had like um, different areas with different performers. Um, most of the performer areas were like different elements. Um, so like there was a fire element. There was a water element like performance going on where like, an Ursula ish, like sea witch was like duking it out. And she had like a ah, blah, blah, ah, like voice. Like she was Did doing, she say, you know, it was like simlish, but it was, it was like bubbly, you know, ah, okay. like she made it extra bubbly because she was underwater in theory. Um, and then there was like, aside from the elements, there was like a goblin village, um, with a whole bunch of people who were like shaking spoons and like, screaming at the sky and stuff so it was very fun wicked um there was also like a, a fair amount of nudity um which i oh. i read in the pamphlet i was like oh okay it says partial nudity whatever and then like um 
the like there were there was like a troop of drummers who were all painted like full body in red and it took me a second because their entire body was painted red for me to realize like oh some of these people are only wearing thongs like that's it and then uh, they like they were like dancing and doing trapeze artist shit and i was like oh like that woman is completely topless and i didn't realize it until she was like literally doing a uh somersault onto that man's shoulders that's what's going on so i was like huh weird cool <laughs> it was like weird that i just noticed that there's a naked person right there you know i see yeah so it was cool well i mean i um there were there was no nudity to anything i did so i know I mean, I, it's I, probably for the best, actually. So. I, I've met you, Dad. I don't, I don't think you're, like, seeking it out. I'm definitely not. Um, <laughs> no. But I also, earlier that day... I'm sure you know, it could be found if I around, was seeking it out. Yeah, I, I was just wandering around Edinburgh, and I, I found this... I realized there's, like, a huge bookstore, like, maybe two blocks from where I had, like... I've wandered around Edinburgh before, but I never, like, walked fully down the hill because, like... I don't, I don't know if you know this, but Edinburgh is incredibly hilly. It's like, like everything is kind of a choice of like, if I walk this direction, I will have to walk back up. I, yeah, and, I, I was guessing that it's pretty hilly from the photos of Edinburgh yes. that I've seen in life. Yeah. So there are certain like streets where you can tell like, oh, this is a downward slope, but you can't tell if there's anything interesting or cool down there. <laughs> so you're like, I may walk that direction and it turns straight into residentials and then there's like a Starbucks. <laughs> so I took the gamble today, that day, last Saturday, and I walked down the hill and it turns out it was a really cool area. And I was like, okay, well, I'll walk back down here again. It'll be worth it. But, you know, I never would have known if I hadn't taken that risk. I guess so. Yeah. I think that's the way it is with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't take the risk, you don't know that, you know, some things taste like poo. Yeah, I usually yeah. don't eat anything out of a toilet, and that, that saves me that the helps. trouble. Right, yeah. but I'm just saying. I, mean, so. I, I thought of that because I was um, watching uh, episode, like, seven of Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and mm -hmm. he says, it tastes horrible, and he's like, so I put it in tea, and he's like, oh. Well, that's like taking poo and trying to hide it inside vomit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. That was good. I, I have also, you know, I watched that episode. That's I haven't the, finished. And and the you haven't finished that episode? I, no, I haven't finished the season. I finished that episode. That's where I'm at. I have a question. Long. Was this past week the season finale? I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay, because you're concerning me that it is, and I just didn't oh. realize it. Which I'm not would be caught the up. Second time this year that's happened. I'm not caught up, so I'm not sure. Okay, well, let yeah. me check because now I'm worried. <laughs> On a positive note, in this season, all the episodes are twice as long. They feel not twice as long, but in well, fairness. Yeah. I blazed through them the first season, so. <laughs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. I'm stupid. Hold on. Is this, what season is this? Is this season three? Yes. Okay. I looked at the date of the article. Okay. Okay, uh, Ted Lasso will take a break after season three amid finale speculation star and co-creator Brendan Hurt, who, Hunt, who plays Coach Beard. Okay, wait. Wait, this is confusing. I mean... Okay, 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 so there's some controversy over whether or not there will be a season four, but they have not called episode eight the finale. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I, actually, I think I just watched. Let me see. I'm looking here. I, I watched. 
episode six. I haven't watched seven yet. Mm-hmm. So there's seven, eight, and nine is coming this week. The it's finale seven. is supposed to be May 31st. Okay. So there's at least 10 episodes. Yes. Okay. So I, um, I, I've watched through six. Six was the one I was talking about. Sunflowers. I'm, yes. Okay. So I've seen Amsterdam. through eight. I'm, and, and I'm caught up. So it, it happened in Amsterdam. And I was like thinking of you being stuck in Amsterdam overnight. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. Watching that episode, I was like, y'all and I had completely different fucking experiences <laughs> on every level. Because I didn't get into Amsterdam until midnight. And then right. I had a 7 a.m. flight the next day. <laughs> and it took an hour to try and figure out how to get out of the airport. So Did you uh, end up meeting a nice guy on a houseboat? No. After you fell in the canal? No. I also no. didn't get pregnant by said houseboat man. <laughs> well, what? Okay, the, never mind. The, I, I just watched six. Don't tell me about stuff that might happen later. Okay. But that's, they hint at that at the end of six. Not really. Yeah, they do. How? Well, she says, we didn't, did we? And then he's like, no, we didn't. And then... He like clearly shows that they had sex, right? Uh-huh. And she's been trying to get pregnant this entire time, has just given up on her ability to become pregnant. Yeah. Okay. Well, I I just maybe I wasn't catching the whole pregnancy angle. Okay. I oh, thought maybe they okay. were just falling in love. Well, that um, would be really, really sweet. Yeah. I think you forget the the aspect of womanhood, which is constantly fearing pregnancy, but okay. Well, I mean, I don't know that she's necessarily someone who fears pregnancy. She no, she before. adamantly extra wants it, but thinks that it can't happen. <laughs> right. So, yep. Um, but anyway, I thought that was, uh, I, I loved the, um, that episode. What I loved about it was Jamie and Roy. They were my favorite. In oh, the yeah. Whole thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think my favorite part about that episode was Jamie revealing that he knows way too much about Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his favorite place. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and then I love, and, and the funny thing about it is, Jamie was like, you know, he's like, he's like, not you, Tart. You're going to have to you know, keep training. Everybody else gets the night off, you know? And, mm -hmm. and, and, ja and Jamie is like, Sweet. I, I, I like. <laughs> He's like, cool. He actually wanted to run about the whole town of Amsterdam, not jack around with whatever party those guys are going to anyway. Yeah. He was like, but, I don't really want to go to a club. I kind of just want to run around town. So <laughs> perfect. He's and like, then, ooh, we get a rent bikes and go find a windmill. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when he teaches Roy to ride a bike. That is. Mm -hmm. Oh my God! I was I was in tears. I was laughing so hard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Put your feet on the pedals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I like it. It seems like he's finally got it, and he just loses it off into the woods. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know how to ride a bike? a bike, and they just start laughing at him. <laughs> you know. I think you're two episodes behind. Yeah, episode six. I'm definitely two episodes behind. I just looked. Seven and eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I'm silly. Never anyway, mind. I thought that episode was fire. Very funny. And then I, I mean, I and I thought I couldn't laugh harder until Coach uh, Beard shows up dressed as like some superhero version of Z Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> <laughs> like it was such yeah. weird pig piggy stardust or something like mm -hmm. that piggy piggy stardust that was hilarious <laughs> as soon as he gets out of the the van i'm like what the hell <laughs> you know what was killing me was like <laughs> the uh the like slow drip reveal that uh what's his face the like team manager or whatever the fuck is just wanting to go to a jazz club in the red light district but right. they're like they keep like not saying what he's doing 
They're really drawing it out. They're making it seem like he's about to do the most inappropriate thing at Earth. And it's happening for so long that they've almost made me think. I'm like, you know, he said it so many times. Maybe he is. Like, like, he is going to find a prostitute. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, right. I was like, you know what? This is going to be a real. It, this is his dark arc. <laughs> like he's about, <laughs> he is about to have a supervillain arc. It's going to be weird. And then it, like the other shoe dropped, and I was like, that is a weirdly well done bit. It's like you know they're like, um, like comedy is going to the third thing someone would think. It's like really they went with the first thing you would think of, but they ma- they like made you believe that it wasn't that. <laughs> <laughs> well, my initial thought was, I'm sure there's more in 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 the red light district than just prostitutes, right? There's yeah, probably other stuff, yeah. right? I was like, oh, it's but, um, he's going to something wholesome, and it happens to be in the red light district, and then they kept saying, exactly. it. I was like, right. He's not. He's going to actually... What? <laughs> Tonight, he gets his manhood. Yeah. Is what he said about the trainer like, that he was taking with him. And they were like, nah. You know? Surely not, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's what I would think. But now that he's said three or four suspicious things, like... <laughs> yeah. It, it, to me, it was almost like he was toying with them. Like, it was, you know... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is funnier, right? It's either he was toying with them or he genuinely thinks that like that jazz club thing is like the most hardcore thing he could possibly be doing in that neighborhood. <laughs> well, I think that he, he he's a, he's a lot he's got a lot more going on up there than than sometimes seems, you know. Mm-hmm. And um like you know, I I always find him to be the the adult voice in the entire show. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Like the adult voice in the room behind everything. Like when he came through a couple episodes ago and he's like, you know, if this doesn't fix itself, we may have to look at getting a new coach. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, even though she doesn't want to hear that, you know? Yeah. And he doesn't want to like, say it. He's like, I don't want to say it. Yeah. But... He doesn't want to say it either, but he's like, you know, stuff's going south here. We can't let that happen. You know? <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling we're getting ready to see a turnaround. That's where I'm on the brink of because Ted came up with his epiphany for his actual offense, which he hasn't. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. At the end of it's a total six. mystery what happens in seven and eight. Right. Well, I, yeah. I feel like I'm being set up for a turnaround because he finally came up with something coaching related by watching the 96 Chicago Bulls. <laughs> which. That was the coolest pyramid of onion rings I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It was a gigantic pyramid of onion rings. And I, 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 I also I love what the, was weird was like he finally went to the America themed like restaurant, which, by the way, I have I have had a low point where I'm like, all right, I want buffalo sauce. So let's go to the American themed bar like because they have buffalo sauce in there and i haven't had buffalo chicken in months so (laughs) now i have a bottle in my house to keep myself from doing that (laughs) but i get where ted is you know it's like i i've been in that moment (laughs) when you're (laughs) when you when you walk into the america themed bar and then they all have australian accents and you're like what the fuck well actually (laughs) you know the person had a pretty decent accent the first one yeah. You know, and acted like he was, you know, it was like, oh, are you from, because he, he he thought maybe he was from America and then he was just there, you know? Yeah. And, and then he said, and then he said, uh, which section do you want? Windy city or, you know, whatever. There were like three different themes. Yeah, w- and then and, he goes, oh, well he had it coming, you know? And then he goes, then he says, Chicago. Oh, I, I, <laughs> and then he says, he just didn't know what Chicago was. And he said, okay, windy city. yeah Yeah. which i was like i do not believe that someone who works in an american themed restaurant anywhere in the world does not know that chicago's like nickname is the windy city especially not after like seeing the theme on the wall right like like, like, the section where we played the chicago bulls and it has the (laughs) chicago skyline on it (laughs) right (laughs) you know uh (laughs) <laughs> but um he uh 
I loved it when he he sits down there and they give him Ar- Arthur Bryant's barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, perfect. You know. So you know, yeah. I was well, and so basically, I was like, yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> like, I was like, I bet those onion rings are awful. <laughs> <laughs> he he seemed to like the fries. Mm. I was talking to so I was at the I was volunteering at the Zine Library uh, on Friday, and the girl who I volunteer at the same time as her her name's Alicia. She's French, uh, from France, and she was talking to me the other day. She was like, "I want to get lunch, but the only place in here that looks even remotely like appetizing." She was like looking on an app, and she was like, "I could do Lebanese, but I don't really trust the Lebanese food here." And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And she goes, <laughs> well, basically all like African and, and Middle Eastern food, Lebanese food, like all of that stuff that I that is really good in France sucks here. And I'm like, hmm, <laughs> that's our Mexican food. Interesting. <laughs> it was just a weird, I was like, I know exactly what you're talking about. But for me, it's like Mexican food. I was like, it's which is double weird because like here they love like curry, like 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 the amount of British people who will eat curry on their fries is like insane, considering that like literally no like Midwestern American has ever had curry on French fries, but it's like a really common British thing. And the Alicia, she said something funny to me. She goes. <sighs> I think it's like whoever your country has done the dirtiest is the one whose food you get. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, because, I, was um, like I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I don't know. We we don't put salsa on French fries much. No, um, but so, <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like what she's saying is like the French did Africa dirty, like, like treated them like shit. And now they have really, really good Nigerian food. <laughs> and I was like, well, by that logic, what you're saying is like Americans did Mexico dirty. And then I really thought about like the history of Texas. And I was like, yeah, OK. And, well, I mean, Texas was not even our immigration history. I was like, Texas yeah. was nothing compared to what they did for California. To get yeah. <laughs> New Mexico yeah. and Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. The, uh, the, yeah. the the whole uh, annexation of the West. The weird thing to me is that I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of confused as to why they stopped and didn't take the rest of it. <laughs> I mean, they, they just said, oh, you know what? This is enough land because they seem to be, uh, at the time, pretty much taking most of Mexico away from them. Uh, but I mean, I think it was more about like... Um... You know when you're playing a game and you hit the bonus and you're like, wow, I have all of these new traits that I've got to go through and see what they are and unlock. And then <laughs> they like made it from coast to coast and they were like, well, that was what we were trying to do for a while. So let's go ahead and populate it. Like, <laughs> It's still not populated, really. It's still not, still not populated. You know, New Mexico so. and Arizona. I mean, it, it wasn't really a, a loss for Mexico mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, the um, uh, amount of people that might be there or anything or that could actually live in that climate. It took till like the later 20th century to get enough air conditioning to make it habitable. I mean, <laughs> well, you know what, what's really yeah. weird about like, I, I like to think about the Louisiana purchase where like in history class, they were like, yeah, they just thought they were dumping all this like waste, like waste of land on us. But then it had oil. And I'm like, yeah, that oil doesn't become useful for a really long time. Like, like <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't even know. They didn't no. know. They, there's no way they could have known. And it definitely wasn't going to factor into contracts had they known it was there. They'd be like, okay, so like something that we don't really have the tools to properly like. We don't even know what it is. It's we don't really broke. know what it is. What are we going to do with that? I don't know. What? Yeah, <laughs> like we don't know what it is or what it does, and we don't know how to properly get it out of the ground, um, refine it, and then you put it to use. So yeah, like yeah, yeah. That, that, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like it, you know, it, it's been it took a, a couple hundred years after uh, stealing the land from Mexico that they 
Um, I mean, you know, fairly winning it in a war. Let's go with that. But a couple hundred years after we took it from the Spanish who were running Mexico at the time. Yeah. Um, the, um, uh, and still no one was living there that much until, you know, maybe 50 years ago when air conditioning became a thing because <laughs> it yep. was too hot to, to, ha to, to kind of stay, you mm -hmm. know, so well, very so few another people girl, there. So there was this woman who came in for orientation every time I'm at the zine library, they're like onboarding new volunteers. Anyway, this girl who came in to get onboarded, um, she was talking to me and she was like, Oh, you're from America. Cool. My mom's from New Jersey and my dad's from Dallas. And I was like, Oh, cool. That's nice. Do you go to America often? And she goes, yeah, we go every month, every summer for about two months. And I was like, you go to Dallas in the summer. <laughs> And she goes, no, New Jersey. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, why the fuck would you go to Texas only in the summer? <laughs> like, oh, I just love that Dallas heat. Like, <laughs> I was like, especially since every Scottish person I've met since moving here, even the ones who live in like the lowlands, Glasgow area, it, it's about, I don't know, 80 degrees Fahrenheit and they are dying. They literally cannot handle it. They're like, turn on the air conditioning, open every window. Like I can't live here anymore. Well, yeah. Dallas is definitely hotter than that. Um, yeah. in the summertime, brutal. Yeah. Especially yeah. in the summertime. Yeah. I can't. In the winter, Dallas actually gets pretty cold because of the jet stream. Like it doesn't, yeah. it, it, it actually snows in Dallas and stuff. You live, was Dallas the one that you lived in for a while? Yeah, I was there for uh, two and a half months once. And uh, okay. it was, uh, it was actually from September through December into mm -hmm. middle of December. And it was, when I got there, it was 108 degrees. And when I left, it was 27 degrees and snowing. Mm -hmm. That's, that is whiplash. That's insane. And so what, what I thought was, why would I ever want to live in Dallas? Because like Indiana has the same kind of extremes but it's never that hot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it may yeah. snow a little bit here and there and it may get colder, but it never gets that hot. And the hot is kind of melting. It's very hot in the summer. Um, yeah. But it, uh, Dallas is a wonderful city. I mean, there's a lot of fun stuff to do there. I had a good time while I was there. Um, I like uh, the, the, there's a lot of cool clubs in Dallas. Um, and actually, I, I enjoyed Fort Worth. There, there was um, I, I like to go into the stockyards. Mm -hmm. um, the the rodeo and and stuff like that is fun to go to. Um, cool. Although you know, probably not the nicest thing for the animals. Uh, still very fun to watch. Being in the rodeo, yeah. I mean, I yeah. I, 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 I think that that's pretty much like seeing a bullfight. So. I mean, it, there there are bullfights sometimes. I mean, mostly there's bull riding, at the. Um, uh, there's bull riding and, and uh, bronc riding and those barrel races are actually probably my favorite thing to watch at the rodeo mm -hmm. oh, they... the ones where the cowboys are like on a barrel and they're trying to no walk. they're on a horse and they're running around a, a obstacle course of barrels oh okay never mind yeah i was thinking um, about like rodeo clowns basically uh the, well the rodeo clowns are out there because when the bull riders fall off they kind of shoo the they kind of do a bullfighting kind of thing to get the bulls away from the person so they don't get trampled. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so that's why they're dressed um, as clowns because the different colors when they move it, uh, the, all the, uh, that's why they use like red flags cause they don't see color like the same way. So mm -hmm. like when they move colors around, it attracts the bull's attention. Bull. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So, um, so yeah, they basically that's been that's been my week. Um, the only other thing that's really happened this week, worth noting, um, is that I I started playing Harry Potter Legacy yesterday. Hogwarts um, Legacy. There's Hogwarts no Harry Potter. Legacy. In it. Sorry, Hogwarts Legacy. Um, I forget what I named my character. It's something like oh, I remember. It's Grenadine Shelterstock or something. I don't fucking know, but. I named her Grenadine, which I thought was funny. Love it. Um, what house are you in? Hufflepuff, of course. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. I'm a Ravenclaw. I know this about you. 
<sighs> also, I'm kind of confused why everything I keep finding in all of the chests are cerulean. I'm like, dang it. I really wanted you to be a Ravenclaw, huh? Like every chest I open. I'm like, Not all right. Necessarily. Right. Kind of. <laughs> most of them. Uh, I have a whole cerulean outfit. I also have an all white outfit. Whenever you say the, the word cerulean, I think of um, uh, the Devil Wears Prada. It's not lapis. It's not. <laughs> it's actually cerulean. <laughs> and what you don't know about cerulean is that. Yeah. Okay. So what we should get to is Gilmore Girls because I know we're doing an, uh, another podcast in a little while. So um, the the other the moonshine of music is going to start filming, and we're doing that today. So, mm -hmm. um, episode twenty, Luke can see her face. I did three, by the way, and I know you're way ahead of me, so we're in good shape, right? Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Let's go. Season four. This is basically taking us through the end of season four. Um, so uh, Luke can see her face. Um, this is like she's broken up with Jason, and. Um, and it's kind of the fallout the, the day after. I love the way this episode starts because there's like a cat on the front porch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she calls Rory and she's like, the, the, the world is telling me that I'm ready to be a crazy cat lady after my breakup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and then she looks up there again a few moments later, there's a second cat. <laughs> <laughs> Like the cats are just gathering. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then, um, but, uh, so they go to the, um, to, she goes to the diner to Luke's cause she can't sleep. And, um, <laughs> and, and she, cause you know, they're getting ready to open the inn and everything and, and all of this stuff's happening at once and it's making her not be able to sleep. And mm -hmm. she asks Luke how he handles the stress. And he says, well, it isn't stressful. She's like, it isn't? He says, well, actually, at this moment, I think it's a little stressful because <laughs> you're in here freaking out, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then she's the only person in the diner. He's just opened the door mm -hmm. and, and Kirk comes in and wants her table. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Especially since she's pretty territorial about her table. He's like, I got here early so I could get this table. <laughs> as if it's as if any other day like oh <laughs> uh so um i think the uh uh the the, the main thing in this storyline is really that liz and tj are gonna get married yeah right and yeah. um and they're course, having a renaissance wedding like which it is i mean awesome themed it is <laughs> themed yeah okay I mean, yeah we don't know that yet we, we're gonna see the full effect of that as it comes mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. in a, a, a couple episodes but um he the so uh jess uh, apparently isn't gonna come and mm -hmm. so luke goes to new york and finds him and yeah. says, well, first, he has lots of critiques for his apartment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, it's, it's good. That I, I came here to see that you were doing well for yourself. And I, I see that that's, yeah, not the case. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, um, so, um, Anyway, uh, before he went to New York, actually, he went for a tour of the inn because Lorelai told him he had to, right? Mm -hmm. And um, he found because out that he she, is a major investor, you know? Yeah. And so he finds out that she's single again. Mm -hmm. And he goes and buys a self help book uh, <laughs> on audio tape. <laughs> it's called, no, it's not on audio tape, is it? It's like a literal hardback book. Well, there's a hardback book, but there's also a, a listening companion and it's on audio tape. And he, he's okay, like, yeah. he's sitting there so, playing the audio book version of it. Yeah. So the book is called, um, you deserve to be loved. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so he's going through that and I love his little comments back to the guy as he's listening to it. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. like he's having an argument with the guy basically. <laughs> well, the guy, he says, 
<laughs> I feel very... Uh, I, I feel very, uh, you know, an anxious because, and, and he says, well, because I'm listening to this tape, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and he says, I feel very hopeful because, he says, because the tape might end eventually, <laughs> you know, like, it's that kind of thing. He's like, <laughs> uh, something that makes me angry, you, like, <laughs> Yeah. You know, like, well, the sound of your voice is a little <laughs> right. I mean, it was yeah. that kind of thing. The whole like, until he has an epiphany, which is like it's actually a really good part of that particular book, as it comes up and it says, you know, if you can't figure out who you want to be with, you know, who do you first want to call when something good happens? Who do you first think of when you're somewhere and something funny happens? You know, mm -hmm. and like. And, he's, and he, he, he like suddenly the, like the camera zooms in on him. And he's like, wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> it like took that for him to really get what he already knows, right? Which is that he's in love with Lorelai and he's, it's not going to be anyone else. Nothing else is going to work because he's hung up on her, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but like, it, <laughs> you can see it dawn on him. Yeah, it's like, wow, it almost is like every relationship you've had for the past five years has basically said, yeah, they have all love with Lorelai. But you don't seem to be listening, right? Yeah. Um, so he goes and finds Jess and, um, and he basically tells him, listen, man, you're going to regret it later, later in life. And he's like, no, I'm not coming and all that. And he says... Then he finally says, you owe me. You need to come. I gave you a place to live. You owe me. Just remember you owe me. And he left. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so then he shows up. He's like, I'm staying at your place. I'm not paying for a hotel. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it's like, uh, you know, I'm like, I, I, I love this part because it, Jess is growing up like before our eyes. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's like, um, Jess has this. Uh, attitude still a little bit, but they go to the bachelor party with TJ mm -hmm. and his brother. Yeah, who are both TJ's idiots. brother. I love them both uh, so much because they're what so. What I really love is that they've cast for TJ's brother a guy who I constantly confuse for the actor who plays TJ. Like, right. I don't know either of their names, but I'm like, yeah, I, he looks a lot like that other guy, but I know they're different actors. And it's his, so, definitely his brother. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like one of those things where you're like, oh, well, either this is a really good casting or you guys are actually related. So, <laughs> Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, but um, and uh, during the bachelor party, TJ tells Jess that he needs to walk her down the aisle. And he's like, I'm not doing it. Mm hmm. You know, and um, yeah. and so they end up in a fight, and then Luke gets Jess out of there, kind of drags him out of there, fighting and kicking, and mm -hmm. gets him back to the diner. And he says, "Okay, so I've just gotten in a fight with my nephew to end the night, and I haven't been in a fight since sixth grade when I was called a duty head." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, you know, what's your problem with walking her? With, why do you hate your mom so much? He's like, I don't mm -hmm. hate her. Well, you weren't coming to the wedding. Do you just hate me? And he's like, no, I don't hate you. I came here because of you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, like, and that was like a moment. I was like, oh, he just yeah. like admitted that he likes Luke. Right. You yeah. know, like outwardly admitted it, you know? Yeah. And then, and then um, he's like, it isn't Rory. He's like, you know, it's like, it's been a little forever. What? <laughs> you know? And then he tells mm -hmm. him about how he told her he loved her and she let la and left, you know? Yeah. And, um, so then Luke gives him the book. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, but uh, another funny thing that I love about this episode is like the Luke and Lorelai thing starts kind of happening because of this book, right? Mm -hmm. And um, they start talking about, well, can you help me with my, to you know, with this? And he, she's, he's like, 
just don't add stuff from your to-do list to my to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what they're saying back and forth, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, so, um, then the, I guess the, the, the culmination is that Luke asked Lorelai to be his date for the wedding. Right. Um, so that's cool on the side. What we have going on are a couple goofy storylines, right? We have Rory and Paris in the hospital because Asher's had a heart attack mm-hmm. and Paris does suddenly discover, discovers that he's actually old, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> well, because yeah. Asher's children come in and then Grand- his grandchild. Yeah, his granddaughter comes in, and she is older than Rory, (laughs) which means she's older than Paris. Yeah, Rory's like looking at her, and she's like, "Mm "Mm-hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. It was nice meeting everyone. I'm gonna go ahead and go." (laughs) Yeah, she was like, "And now that I'm weirded out, I hope that everybody's feeling this discomfort. I'm gonna go. Thank you. I'm gonna exit. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So then the other weird thing is that." Since they're opening the inn and uh, Lorelai wants them to have zucchini soup, Jackson's got to babysit the zucchini to make sure they don't uh, yeah. have a problem with the cold. Which so means he's sleeping, sleeping in, the in the zucchini patch, yes. With the heaters, yeah. Yeah. And then all of them end up out there sleeping with the zucchini. Michelle, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lorelai, Well, everybody. and that's how the episode ends. They're like all curled up in the zucchini patch together. Well, actually, the, the, it ends with Luke asking Lorelai to the wedding because, like, they, they wake up from the patch and she walks out there and she's like, it's a long story. Well, no, it's not. I slept in a zucchini patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually a very short story. It's just a weird one. Right. Yeah. So then the next episode is last week fights, this week tights. Kirk yeah. is heckling the Maypole people, the kids doing the Maypole and Aunt Patty for teaching them, which mm-hmm. is stupid. Um, yes. and, the, and it's the last day of school at Yale or the last mm-hmm. week of school or whatever. And so, uh, they're having the, I thought, I, I thought a highlight was funky monkey, like where they took everything, every bit of alcohol they had and poured it all together uh, that was yeah. left at the, <laughs> that's called jungle juice. Yes. They called it funky monkey, which, mm-hmm. you know, good enough. Sure. Um, same thing. Yeah. And there seems to be a Rory doesn't have a boy. All year long, she's had a dry spell theme going on from everybody, from every angle. Everybody is and, giving uh, her shit for not dating, right. which is silly. So but. that's kind of the whole, uh, the, the, that's really the main storyline. Because then Emily, uh, Friday dinner, she's got a Saturday. Uh, it's her last final is on Saturday. So yeah. she um, so finds out what time it's over. And she shows up there and introduces her to Graham, who's a real douche. Yeah. Um, and she goes out with Graham for the night with him and his buddies and d- ditches and, him and calls yeah. Dean for a ride. Well, because they ask, Hey, do you want to keep partying with us? And she's like, not particularly. And instead of asking her like, okay, well, do you need me to call a cab so you can get back home? Or like, oh, what? he did ask her he that. Just, he did ask her if he could call a cab and she said no, which means she's weird. Well, she was really pissed. <laughs> yeah. So then she called Dean for help, uh, for yeah, a ride. Which, yeah silly yeah why call dean like that's why well why call dean why turn down a free taxi home yeah i mean she did use the guy's credit card to buy her and dean food right yeah but (laughs) taking Um, advantage of a situation which appears after you've already turned down the out to the situation like two hours prior yeah and then there's the whole situation where emily and richard aren't getting along right they're still separated or whatever and yeah. since they're doing the test day, they're going to do a test day. Lorelai decides to invite um, Richard uh, and Emily R- and then Richard give and them Emily. the honeymoon right. suite. But she doesn't yes. do that, I guess, at this point. She does it like a little bit later. But okay. as she's getting this thing together, Cletus the horse was in the dining room, which cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> She's like, no one thought to do anything about it? Yeah, you just left Cletus the horse well, we in the dining room? We figured somebody was doing something about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been here for like 20 minutes uh, what <laughs> yeah so yeah. we also have mrs kim who is um uh selling lorelei a knocker for the door and mm-hmm. said that james madison likes big knockers <laughs> it was a james knock james <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then lorelei starts laughing and she's like you know because and mrs kim's like I'm a grown-up, Lorelai. I get it. 
you know but she wants her to take mail to to uh lane Lane. and she's like no so uh, that she needs to actually go and visit her own daughter you know so Mm -hmm. i love it she she comes by and brings multi-grain soy pudding and when she meets the guys she freaks out and runs (laughs) which this is my favorite mrs kim line is from this episode because she freaks out and she runs and she finds Lorelai and Lorelai and her are talking about it. Basically, right. Lorelai talks her off the ledge, right? Lorelai's like, hey, listen, <laughs> she's a grown up. If she wanted to date and marry somebody, she would date and marry somebody. But, but you have to think of not. these guys as girls. You got to <laughs> just think of them as girls. Like <laughs> they're, they're, they're girls who protect her and take yeah. care of her. Yeah. yeah, they're paying part of her rent. Like <laughs> she wouldn't be able to have her own place and live safely and happily. She has her own room, I hear. Like she's fine. And <laughs> right. then Mrs. Kim almost immediately comes back, and she starts like pointing out things that will be fixed. She's like, <laughs> "You're gonna get curtains. You're gonna get blah blah blah. You're this will be fixed. This will be fixed. And you two are girls." Okay. <laughs> now offer me tea. <laughs> right. <laughs> and those two guys are like such pushovers that they're just like, okay. <laughs> All right, we're girls. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, uh, so Lorelai at dinner's tried to. She's trying to get Emily to confess, and she won't. <laughs> right mm-hmm. <laughs> that they're separated mm-hmm. um and then uh after dean gives rory the ride home jess shows up at the dorm and she tells dean to leave and then jess begs her to be with him and she's a solid no yeah <laughs> right so she says hey both of you need to get out of here yeah, and basically. then jess is like hey are you turning me away because of Dean? And she's like, no, I'm turning you away as well as Dean. I don't want either of you to be here right now. Thank you. <laughs> right. Which is not entirely true because she does want Dean around. Dean. Yeah. She does want Dean around. However, that is not the reason she's rejecting Jess. She's just rejecting Jess because she doesn't want Jess. So. Yeah. Because he's unpredictable and she doesn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> She's grown Perfectly up a little. valid reason yeah. to not want to be with Jess. Yeah. So um, then we get to the wedding and Lorelai fixes Les's dress while Liz asks if Lorelai wants to get married someday. Right. Mm-hmm. And Lorelai sees that Jess is reading a self-help book in his bag. Right. And she's like, oh, and, ha ha ha. Yeah. And he does not take it kindly. Obviously, during the wedding uh, itself. They, she, he's like, you know, I'm trying to keep the smirk off on my face to try and keep from laughing my ass off. Can you help me with that? <laughs> right. <laughs> so they, they laugh at that. And then she asks, then Luke asked her out to a movie. Right. So, um, anyway, then he a- asked her to go to the movies. Yep. Um, so, and she says, yeah. Right. Yes. And then so, for the rest of the episode, they're like, is that a date? No, that's the next episode. But like, uh, so she asked him to the movie and then at the end of the episode, Jess is getting ready to leave and he talks to Luke and he actually thanks him. And (laughs) Mm -hmm. like, I got a little teary. I really did. Cause I was like, you know, that's the kind of love that this show really (laughs) brings. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, he, he like you know actually really thanked him for real like not yeah. sarcastically nothing you know mm-hmm. um, for for everything that he's done um and the biggest thing that he actually had done to help him was kick him out <laughs> to yeah. tell you the truth like he got him to a certain point and then you know he wouldn't kind of come through and he threw him out of the house and it was the best thing for him because he had to learn finally that you know he can't just be that way right mm-hmm um, can't just blow things off and expect life to come to him, <laughs> you know? Um, um, I honestly, you know what, looking back on that whole thing, I think the weirdest part was I had assumed Jess got his car back and that was how he made it to California. I was like, how do you No, he made okay. it there without his car. Yeah. 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 
crazy. But. Um, so, um, recipes and raincoats. Um, Rory's making mac and cheese and doing laundry in the middle of the night. And <laughs> Lorelai is like, she locks her in the bedroom. I'm like, <laughs> she, mm-hmm. she's like, okay, good night. Going back to bed. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they, uh, this is where we get the grand opening of the dragon, Dragonfly. Really? It's not the grand opening. It's like the test run. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, um, Lorelai's confused about whether she's actually dating Luke. She tells Rory this. Um, mm-hmm. Dean is wandering around town aimlessly. You can see him through the ki- through the window of Luke's. Um, mm-hmm. Richard and Emily are arguing over dinner <laughs> with them right yeah. in front of him. She and Emily invites Rory to go to Europe, and um, and Lorelai invites them to come to the to the place. Right. So yeah, all those things happen at dinner, which is like a lot, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then um. We cut away, and this is, the, I mean, I swear this is one of my favorite things in all of this show. Like, mm-hmm. Kirk, 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 Kirk comes to see Luke, and he says, wow, you have windows. I don't have any windows in my room. <laughs> it gets kind of cold in there, but it's great for racquetball. <laughs> he literally <laughs> said that, and I just, like, I had to stop it and pause because I was laughing so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> thinking of Kirk. Kirk in his bedroom playing racquetball like because it's like a a dungeon right Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he's worried about staying the night at the end because he has night terrors well because it's his first night with lulu it's his first and he has night terrors and he has night terrors yeah so he's like afraid that his girlfriend's gonna get scared off because he he has night terrors which is a valid fear okay (laughs) He's not says, a valid solution is expecting says, your friend to check in on you and not says, telling her about the night terrors. He says, I think he says he takes a pillow and he threw, he threw his pillow in the bathroom because it was a bomb <laughs> and it needed diffusing. Mm-hmm. And somehow he always ends up naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, I can't have this happen. I haven't even told her that I love her. I mean, I spelled it out in Oreos once. <laughs> But she was but really she was really hungry. <laughs> and I'm not sure she read it. Ah! <laughs> it makes my jaw hurt. It's so funny. <laughs> like I, I it took me like fifteen minutes to watch this segment because I kept cracking up laughing and pausing it and backing it up. And I had seen it before. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It still hurts me. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I'm over here giggling about it right now. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I also love the fact that Suki has hired seven people to work in the kitchen because she expects a couple of them to quit, right? Mm-hmm. And she can only keep five, and but they're all so good she can't figure out who to get rid of. Like the whole time she's trying to deduce which ones are <laughs> going to be a problem. Taylor's in the in the dining room and she's like, she she's really hopeful because he always comes up with something to complain about, right? And she she's like, so the two guys that are waiting on you, what's wrong with them? nothing they're amazing they're doing a fabulous job she's like damn <laughs> right <laughs> so, i love that mm-hmm. and then um of course luke is there and emily and richard show up and they're in the cabin she hasn't put them in like the r- main inn. she's put them in the special cabin outside the inn which mm-hmm. that's you know it's almost toying with them right <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they think she's playing a cruel prank on them right <laughs> yeah and emily comes in you know we're separated i know you know because you put us in that godforsaken cabin <laughs> right <laughs> and then richard comes in i'm sure you've had your fun let's go <laughs> mm-hmm. right <laughs> like the the only thing that they could um agree on in their fighting is that they know it's Lorelai's fault that they've been stuck in there to argue together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so Jason has stopped by the inn, right? And he is under the delusion that he has a chance still <laughs> with Lorelai. It's, it's, here's the thing. I know it's only been like an episode. Like she was literally like, oh, I'm broken up with like last episode. 
but that feels like such a century away that every time I watch this, I'm like, what kind of moron <laughs> like thinks that just out of the blue, like, hello, I've shown up to one of your major life events. Um, love me now. Like, come on. Well, it's the same as Jess. It's like such a like um, parallel, right? Well, like Jess no. just showing up out of the blue. Well, telling because Jess Laura, just Rory. showing up out of the blue and saying that to Rory was not Jess showing up out of the blue for Rory, right? He was coming back for yeah. his car. like. Well, no, he wasn't coming back for his car in this. He came back for the wedding. Yeah, but he wasn't. Oh, I mean, you mean the time before when he showed up and said, I love you and left? Yes. I like, mean, he didn't, he didn't try to get her back until he showed up out of the blue this time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I but, think that's the thing. Jason is kind of like her Jess, you know? in that way <laughs> like he's unpredictable and he does these you know well, really I don't weird think, things and i mean you know. here's the thing about him is he's unlikable and jess is an actually likable person who has been prompted to think about love recently and right. have some personal growth and development whereas jason's just an idiot <laughs> who has no arc like we are not given any arc from him he is just doing a weird out of the blue thing because so, I don't know, he's probably having a pretty manic year. Like currently you know, he, he, he's actually pretty funny as a character, you know, I mean, we're not going to see, I don't think any more of him after this, but like, yeah. he's actually pretty funny as a character and the actor's pretty good. I, he's yeah, in, like, um, I think he has a good dry wit, but like, yeah, he's a, just he plays a, uh, he's doing things that are illogical. He has a role in their new series. That's um, marvelous. Mrs. Maisel. Mm -hmm. uh, the guy that plays Jason plays a, a, a newspaper guy in, in okay. that series and he's awesome in it as well. <laughs> he's just got like, it's a really bit part and he gets mm -hmm. to show up and just make, you know, commentary, like dry-witted commentary <laughs> whenever he's in it. <laughs> so um, I kind of like him more now as Jason because I really like his character in the other show. Does that make sense? <laughs> I, I, I like really love his acting is I guess what it is. Yeah, um, it's like, oh, I love that guy, and it doesn't really yeah. matter what he's playing. Yeah, he's 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 got a he's he totally has a great sarcastic wit and he a good delivery of that kind of stuff. He's actually yeah. funny in this too. I mean, he says, you know, he says some of the funny things. He things. Says, yeah, it's like he. It's not that he's not being somewhat charming. It's just one of those things where you're like, what are you doing here? Like, go <laughs> yeah, away. he shouldn't. Have, he shouldn't have been there. and He should have left. And Luke yeah. comes over and sits with him, right? And he says delusionally, "I've uh, oh we're getting back together, you know, and all this." And uh, and then Luke gets and pissed Luke, off. <laughs> Luke gets angry because he doesn't understand that this man is delusional. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And, he, and then he he tells Lorelai in no uncertain terms. There's like no. He's like, "I thought I was clear with my intentions. I asked you out. I was doing this thing right." And she's like, "Well, I wasn't completely sure because you know." And he's like you know they kind of go back and forth and then she just, he just you know kisses, kisses her. her yeah yeah and i'm like finally you know <laughs> well see here's the thing this comes to a head in the midst of luke wrangling a night terror Tur kirk well actually he doesn't wrangle he kisses her and then so he has the night terror and runs in between them <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> right the kirk comes out naked in the middle mm -hmm. right Meanwhile, what's happened is over at the house, Dean showed up while Rory was there getting CDs to bring back to the inn, and they end up having her first sexual encounter. <laughs> right? And then and, Lorelai comes in at the end of it. Yeah. Because she's like looking for something else for the end. I forget why right. she came and home. She, and she's like, you know, Kirk naked running through the hotel screaming. You know, that's my yeah. first thing to say. And then gene then they they get into it immediately and lorelei just basically breaks down the truth for her and rory's yeah. not ready for the truth which is mm -hmm. hey you are the other woman kid you're like cheating with dean like yeah <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter that well i had him first and she's like it yeah but you broke up with him happened. and he got married yeah. to someone else you know yeah. um which is all valid and she needed to be told it period <laughs> yeah right well because she's trying to like rattle off she's like and it's with somebody who actually cares about me and blah 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 she's like feeling awkward that her mom like walked in on the first time or whatever yeah 
and Lorelai's saying what needs to be said. And I think Rory thinks that it's like, oh, well, you're currently ruining like my first time. And then it's going to take Rory a lot while to be like, no, she was saying the truth to me at a time that I didn't want to hear the truth. And so. it wasn't ruining my first time. My first time was ruined by doing yeah. it with a married guy. By doing guy. it with a married guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Also, also incredibly ironic how long Rory has been on a high horse about Asher Fleming only to lose her virginity to a guy who is married. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, life does that to you sometimes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you get You've dragged been right really mean to Paris for a really long time because she's dating an older guy and then you help mm. Dean cheat on his wife with you. Like, just yeah. let it happen. And that's the end of the season. But yeah. it ends on a high with Luke and Lorelai kissing. Well, and then Rory decides to go to Italy. Well, yeah, with Emily. Yeah, with Emily. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for today's show. And we'll see you later. <laughs> Love you, Bailey. Love you, Dad. Thank you for being a part of the Family Rabble podcast with Joe Shelton and Bailey Shelton. Join us next time for more fun episodes.